Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Michael C. Bouchard, the host of the Night Stalker podcast. This is episode number 32. And this episode will be dealing with Dean uh, Coral, uh, an American serial killer who was active between 1970 and 73 in the Houston and Pasadena, Texas area. Uh, Coral was uh, known to abduct, rape, torture, and and he had murdered at least 28 to or more teenage boys and young men. Uh, during his murder spree, he was uh, <clears throat> aided by two teenage accomplices, David uh, Owen Brooks and Elmer Wayne uh, Henley. <clears throat> the crime spree was dubbed the, uh, the Houston uh, Mass Murderers. <clears throat> And actually, it wasn't found out until one of the accomplices, uh, Elmer Wayne uh, Henley, uh, shot and uh, killed uh, Corral. Uh, <clears throat> it's noted uh, as one of the worst examples of serial killers in the United States. Okay, <clears throat> Carl was uh, born December 24th of 39. Passed away of a gunshot wound August 8, 1973, at the age of 33. <clears throat> and the gunshot wound uh, was his left chest and back. Uh, <clears throat> he has other AKAs, uh, the Candyman and the Pied Piper. Although the Candyman, uh, I would kind <clears> of <throat> exclude that name because there, there was another serial killer that used that uh that moniker, and it was much more uh, suitable for uh, the other serial killer. Um, basically, uh, Coral uh, victims were tip- typically lured uh, <clears throat> into a vehicle for either a ride or with the promise of a party uh, at a at some of the various locations uh, where the homicides occurred. Uh, the victims would be restrained either by force or deception, and each victim was killed by either strangulation or they were shot with a 22 caliber uh, uh, pistol. <clears throat> Carell and the two accomplices <clears throat> had buried uh, 17 of the uh, victims at a, uh, a shed rented to store boats. Four of the uh, victims were buried uh, in the woods near uh, Lake Sam Sam Rayburn. One of the victims was buried on a beach in Jefferson County, and at least six were buried on a beach at uh, Bolivar Peninsula. Um, After uh, Corral was shot and killed, Brooks and Henley confessed to assisting... uh, Around, uh, several abductions and murders. Both were sentenced to life imprisonment. <clears throat> uh, Corral, they also, like I said earlier, they had uh, given the name Candyman and or the Pied Piper. <clears throat> uh, the Candyman basically, you know, he had been employed by, uh, <clears throat> at his uh, family's candy fa- factory actually at two different locations, <clears throat> you know, so, um, 
I guess that was where he was uh, dubbed the Candyman Killer, but that's, uh, like I said, that actually applies to a different serial killer. Uh, <clears throat> that we'll, we'll get to the next episode. Um, most of his victims were uh, between the ages of uh, 13 to 20. 20. Um, most were abducted uh, in the Houston Heights area, uh, low-income neighborhood, Northwest of the downtown area. Um, several of the victims were actually friends, uh, which is really kind of weird. Um, <clears throat> Carroll had done some, had done, had been in the military service, but he, uh, he uh, requested to leave on a hardship grant. To help operate the family's candy business, which he was granted, uh, somewhere in between point A and point B, um, I guess he discovered that he was a homosexual, and um, you know, so on and so forth. And it's interesting because two of the uh, two of the victims were actually <coughs> employees, uh, former employees of the Corral Candy Company. You know, um, at the time he was driving either a Ford Econoline van or, you know, and a Plymouth GTX. He also had a 66 uh, Chevy Corvette, which I'm sure he used. <clears throat> um, you know, it's, it's interesting because people like... <clears throat> People like Corral, how they get away with it. Uh, it's really interesting that, you know, nobody reported a lot of these individuals missing. Um, you know, you don't, you don't, 20, 20 people from a small geographical area just don't go missing and, and nobody uh, reports them missing. Although the interesting thing was, if you look at the demographics of people that are reported missing, especially in the uh, prior to the 80s, uh, I guess it would hold some, uh, you know, it would hold, hold a little validity because really people didn't file, file missing reports that often. Uh, you know, one of the... Uh, One of the individuals who assisted in the crimes uh, basically stated that the, uh, the victims would be uh, be given alcohol or other drugs until they passed out, tricked into, do, uh, into doing handcuff tricks, or simply grabbed by force. They were then uh, disrobed and tied to either Cordell's bed or usually a plywood torture board roof was regularly hung on a wall once... Uh, the, sections, the victims were sexually assaulted, abused, tortured, and sometimes after several days killed by strangulation or shot, being shot with a 22 caliber pistol. Uh, yeah, sick fucks. Uh, you know, there's no, how else do you describe people like that? I mean, um, you know, it's just, uh, it's, it, it's, there's nothing really to say. Uh, 
Grinnell's first victim was Jeff, uh, Jeffrey Cohn, 18-year-old uh, uh, college freshman, uh, disappeared on September 25th of 70. Uh, he disappeared while hitchhiking with another student from the University of Texas to his parents' home in Houston. Uh, he was dropped off alone at the corner of uh, Westminster Road and South Boss Road near Uptown. Uh, it's believed that Cornell offered him a ride. Um, Cornell lived in an apartment in the area at the time. Uh, one of the accomplices later uh, led police to Cohen's body uh, was buried at uh, High Island Beach. Uh, it's kind of kind of really weird. I mean, you know, you think about people like this, and what people really don't realize is there are a lot of Dean Corals out there. You know, not to make light of it, but they're all over the place. I mean, think about it. Think about that killer. Uh, the Cedar Beach killer out in uh, New Jersey, New York way. How many pe- how many females were dumped there? And uh, to this to this date, there's been no no arrests. Um, that's kind of a really a scary thought. You know, there there's just a, such a long list of. Uh, victims here. I mean, uh, I could go on and on. You know, uh, it's interesting um, to note that that uh, one of the uh, accomplices, uh, Brooks, was involved in a white slavery ring operated from Dallas, which is kind of really fucking freak, freaky things because I, you know, I shouldn't, I, sh- I should, I should know better not to uh, ever underestimate things, but that's, that's kind of, uh, you know, that's really a, a freaky thing. I mean, these, these guys were, um, if you look at uh, a lot of the information about Corell, Hanley or Brooks, uh, there's just vast amount of information, and the more you read, the more fucked up things really become. I mean, <clears throat> you know, it's um, it's kind of sad. You know, you don't you don't expect you don't expect uh, you don't. Let's just face it, you don't you don't expect. You don't expect things like this to happen, but um, they do. Um, you know, uh, <clears throat> I'm just going through some of my notes, and I, I want to. I just want to find out. I believe there was also a, a female victim. A 15-year-old girl. Um, I'm just trying to 
find the I'm just trying to find out the background of some of these um, girls uh, being shot shot and killed by Henley um, <clears throat> Apparently, um, Perot being shot and killed was as crazy as what, uh, was over a female. Uh, you know, it was uh, just a bizarre, just freaking bizarre. You know, these, uh, <clears throat> it does, if you do look at Wikipedia, it's kind of interesting. They do have, uh, they do have a picture of the crime scene, um, <clears throat> the body of a Cornell, uh, With a bullet, you could, you could tell there was a uh, gunshot wound. Apparently, him, um, one of the suspects, the one of the suspects that assisted Carroll <clears throat> was upset. Uh, about the way he was uh, involved in torturing uh, three of the teenagers. Uh, and I, I guess basically what happened was uh, Henley, the, um, one of the accomplices, got pissed off at Carell and, and ended up uh, shooting him. Uh, let me see. Let me, I'll just read this one, one part from uh, Wikipedia. At 024 hours uh, on August 8th, 73, Henley placed a call to the uh, Pasadena Police Department. Uh, his calls, call was answered by uh, operator named Velma Lines. In his call, Henley blurted to the operator, Yeah, y'all better come here right now. I just killed a man. Henley gave the address as 2020 Lamar Drive, Pasadena. Yeah, it's currently Williams and Henley waited, waited up Corell's porch uh, for the police to arrive. Henley mentioned to Currently that he had had done that, killed by shooting four or five times. So apparently, uh, <clears throat> the other suspect that shot uh, Corell had shot other people before. So I guess this was nothing. Uh, was nothing new. The officer returned. After the Henley Redmonds were Miranda rights in, in response, Henley shouted, "I don't care who knows about it. I have to get it off my chest." So <clears throat> apparently, down the road, 
uh, Henley confessed uh, to police about uh, all the stuff that had been going on, as well as the, um, the, assess- the second suspect books also uh, confessed to the crime. And it also says that uh, there's a belief that some of uh, Carell's victims <clears throat> were abducted and were to be sold in a Dallas-based organization for homosexual acts, sodomy, and maybe later killing. So, I guess this is the, uh, you know, so... The murder spree ended in 73. Um, the scary thing about that is, as I kind of reiterated earlier, you know, I, I read a lot, a lot off my, my books. Uh, a lot of it's monotone, but you kind of get the idea where we're going with these stories. Um, to think that after 73, things like this stopped, um, I hate to tell you, but we have... Over 8 million people worldwide disappear each year. <clears throat> About 300,000 or more in the United States. And we probably have 250,000 unidentified bodies within the United States. So, you know, killings like this, serial killers, <clears throat> have this way of fitting in, into society. I mean, if you look at Carell, his... his his mother, who was married several times, had opened up three independent candy shops. Apparently, they were doing <clears throat> moderately well. Corral uh, worked in all of them. Um, some of the victims were th- from uh, employees of the store. Corral um, uh, used to flirt with a lot of the teenage boys that went into the store. So... It's not unusual for things like this to happen, even even in today's uh, even in today's society. You know, our culture is not much different. I mean, we have a lot of other, you know weird things going on. You know, with uh, the world hating everybody, but <clears throat> but you know these people are still out there. And this is episode number thirty-two. And like I always say, just remember the footprints you hear in a dark parking lot, a dark street, a dark alley, and a dark path in the woods. You don't know what their intent is, and you don't know what they want. So always keep your eyes open. Until episode 33, this is Michael C. Bouchard, the host of the Night Stalker Podcast.